1: Man, we are uh we are rounding up a really cool series on the cardinal virtues and as always I've got my uh I guess my gang, my what my homeboys. I don't know what what cool term we're to use. My wingmen. My <laughs> yeah. wingmen. That's right, my wingmen. I have, yes, I, have, <laughs> I have uh Venerable Tom Dorian. Yes, sir. And I have Ziggy Rodriguez. That's me. And it's so awesome. Uh I love these little series that we do just because they're like they're very digestible. You know? They're they're not something you have to invest in. And it's like You know, part 56, you know, we don't have to do that. You just, can you think, like, I'm going to do a 56 parter. I'm excited by that. And then, like, three, you miss the third one. You go, like, I ain't doing this anymore. Right, right. (laughs) I'll I'll tune in in four years when they finish up that that series. Uh, But this is like, we've been been talking about the four cardinal virtues. Uh, And it's just, you know, this is the fourth one. The the four that we did, um, we did temperance. We did fortitude. We did justice. And this fourth one is prudence, right? So, and So I got a question. All right. I'm you, interrupting you. Is that okay are, to interrupt? No,
0: please do. Awesome. So I'm the average dude Everyone out there.
1: Everyone listen. Tom has a question. Yes. I'm, the, uh, I'm <laughs> speaking Benerals for Tom. the
0: average dude out there. Yep. Dude and dudettes. And my um, question is, why are we doing this? Who cares about virtue? Well, What's the point?
1: we have to fill airtime. And so <laughs> what ends up happening is if we don't, there's a, there's a long 30-minute pause there's a heavy on EWTN. And they go like, What's with this, you know? Right. So we don't want to do that. So we have to talk. Now. Okay. Uh so yeah, man, uh that that that's a, it it seems like uh like
0: a you know, challenge
1: well, I'm just go I'll ahead say and this say it. I'm you comfortable know to with answer that. that, I just want to read
0: I want to read from scripture. I want to go to the I know this is where Pro- we're Pro- going.
1: Proverbs says this in chapter 14. This is verse uh, 15. The simpleton believes everything, <laughs> but, the, but the prudent man measures his steps. And, and then there's another one. There's, there's actually several of them, but um, another one in, uh, in uh, I guess it's in chapter 27, says, The prudent man perceives evil and hides. Simpletons continue on and suffer the penalty. <laughs> and so lest, lest Tom suffer the penalty... <laughs> i'm just teasing um you know we what you know what why why do we want to be virtuous why do we want to find, why do we need these cardinal virtues
0: so uh, saint thomas aquinas actually he says that virtue is the end of the moral life the aim you know the goal of the moral life and, and now some of us when we listen to that we might think but that sounds a little weird right because we'd think wouldn't the end of the moral life be like living morally, like moral action, right? right? Exactly. You know, like, why virtue? What's the deal with that? And so think about it this way, that when you are someone who has virtue, they are are able to do things that are difficult and make them look easy, so to speak, including that which is morally difficult and make it look easy. You can think in terms of, like, there's a beauty and and grace and elegance that comes with that, similar to like a a ballerina. Yeah. Right. Like a ballerina is able to uh, have do things that are impossible for most of us. Now I can do I can dance on my tippy toes. I know you can. I, can I know. Can't promise that you. I would pay major <laughs> bucks. Yeah. No. Don't, you don't do that. You don't. <laughs> no, but, no, no, but a ballerina. <laughs> Luckily,
1: we, this is a radio <laughs> show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we watch a ballerina in awe because of the beauty of her doing these things that seem like impossible and yet making them look easy. Right. And, and if you think about it in, in a way, uh, grace takes that, which is impossible and makes it look, or it makes it possible. Right. And so virtue then is the thing that actually makes it not just possible, but makes it look easy in a way that is like morally beautiful there's an attractive force to it so if someone is living a virtuous life they're if they are perfected in all of the virtues there's a beauty to their life that inspires us to say it's I also want, a, i want to a,
1: live like that it's also a path right it's yes. it's, it's
0: also uh you know uh, it's That's also stated. a good
1: habit it's it's a road that you're on
0: yeah, that's right. exactly what it is because it's a good habit. Of, like so, virtue is a good habit of like right. the it's will not, and the intellect, and vice is a bad habit. That's right, right. <laughs> and
1: that's and that's why you don't uh, you don't want to just do one good thing, right? Right. So this is why he, you know, Saint Thomas Aquinas would say it was the end. It's it's what our goal is is to be virtuous, not just to do a good thing,
0: right? But also, do we want to be stuck in our vices, right? Now, <laughs> like, yeah, here is the thing is key as well
1: to piggyback on Tom's question. When you're talking about things like a ballerina, and now both Tom and I are going like, there's no way. I'm, I, You know, I, I believe in miracles, but me and a tutu, it's just not gonna happen, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be graceful. And you start thinking like, it is undoable. And what I'm trying to say is, someone might look at a virtuous man and see like the unattainable, right? And I wanna, I wanna make something clear. As we're doing this particular show, I want you to listen to certain words that we use. And what you're gonna find, there's a similarity between the, some of the words that we use and something that you probably remember from your catechism days and your early days, right before you were confirmed, they told you about the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. And you heard about knowledge and wisdom, understanding, counsel, courage, um, piety, and fear of the Lord. You heard these things, all seven of them, and you're thinking, like, when am I going to use these things? And when you'll, you'll, you'll hear us say the word counsel. We've already talked about fortitude, uh, wisdom, and you start thinking, wait a second, Like I've got the stuff in me, I've got the grace that was poured into me by the Holy Spirit at my confirmation to be a virtuous person. We just have to kind of unlock some of that. Uh, grace It's sort of like in a storehouse somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? And then realize we have that. And I like to call the gifts of the Holy Spirit arrows in a quiver. And then we just, we need to pull those out every once in a while to make our way through life, you know, in in, uh, defending ourselves against the foe or uh, allowing the power of the Lord to do that. And so that's why it is, this is definitely something that is doable. So as we look at these, uh, this is the last of the four virtues. And I love uh, in our little show notes, it says prudence is the queen of The cardinal virtues yes what does mean what
0: is mean by that okay well think about it this way so the (laughs) the other virtues that we discussed they were virtues of the will right and so these are good habits of the will but but prudence is a is a virtue of the intellect right and and so that's relevant because intellect commands the will right our intellect our reason it was created to receive truth to receive truth and and God is truth right so it, we're receiving truth and then from that truth we command the will and so you know prudence in that way it reverses one of the one of the effects of sin if you you guys might remember when we did our spiritual physics episode we talked about the effects of sin it darkens the intellect it weakens the will and inclines us all the more to sin right and so sin darkens the intellect it creates all sorts of confusion about what's right what's wrong if you're growing in prudence and the virtue of prudence, you're rooting all of that out, right? And, and what you're doing is like, the, you're learning how to apply right reason to circumstances. And what, what I mean when I say right reason, you mean that right reason requires the understanding of the, of the principles and precepts of the moral life. And that includes things like the 10 commandments, you know, all the church teachings, just basically all the things that are required for a well-formed Catholic conscience, Right, but here's the thing, guys. Our conscience doesn't just have to be there to like let us know what we did wrong after the fact.
1: That's right. It's not. (laughs) It's 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 not a thermometer, right? Right. That just tells you, man, it's hot in here. Yes. You know. By the way, it is hot in here, but it'll be okay. (laughs) Uh, We'll survive. And again, this is the this is the part where prudence. I mean, there are many uh, different words you can use for prudence. uh, You know, shrewd, uh, perceptive. uh, You know, but like essentially, it's going to involve. Uh, like a discernment a process where you're, you said you know it, it is um uh intellect you know right and it's like it which commands the will so it's like this thinking about knowing about having wisdom uh for uh, counsel, and the things that are uh, that are required for you to like again g- and, and all, all kidding aside going to uh proverb uh 27 verse 12 the the uh the prudent man perceives evil and hides simpletons continue on and suffer the penalty I mean just the guy that's paying, aware, uh, uh, paying awareness to his, his surroundings, knowing, like, what's going to happen if I step into that, you know. Hole. Uh, right. You know, it's like, oh, that's a hole. I should avoid that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and also, so, counsel, that's sort of that first, that's where it all begins, right? And it can come in the form of seeking counsel from a, a wise and prudent person in our life. It can come from seeking counsel in prayer. It can come from seeking counsel, you know, within ourselves, drawing upon, you know, things that we have studied in our faith to learn things like the Ten Commandments and what the church teaches, right? And then you're moving from counsel to judgment. So you're moving from these universal principles to the actual circumstances that you're in to make a judgment about what the right move is. That's right. Once you have that judgment, then you move to command where you're commanding the will.
1: I, I will say this, the command part can be a challenge.
0: Oh, yeah. Right,
1: because we can you know we can receive counsel so we got the data we're we're, we're looking at well this is going to cause that to happen this is going to cause that to happen this is likely to happen in that situation and then you say like well what am i doing right now what is my situation and that's where the judgment comes in right and we may know the thing that we want to do but because sin has darkened yeah our eyes and we have scales on our eyes to some sometimes it's hard to like that command part
0: well or also because our will's out of control we like if if you grow in in, in prudence only but you have no command over your will it's not going to do you much good mm-hmm. you know so all the virtues are important you also have to grow in temperance and fortitude and uh, justice and, and to an extent that's why it's the queen of the virtues because if you don't have the other virtues you're not going to be uh, perfected in prudence of the very yeah least. it's not
1: really good to be a queen if you don't have a, a queendom <laughs> you know if there's not a place that you're that that you're essentially ruling over,
0: and, and prudence is also it's at the heart of the uh, virtuous life because when you're exercising that judgment, when you're mov- that you're drawing upon that counsel to exercise that judgment, what you're doing is you're you're uh, so think about it this way: virtue is the mean between excess and defect. I don't think that way. Okay, so so <laughs> what does that mean? So so uh, in any given. Area in any given situation, there's a way that we might uh, we might excessively respond, or we might defectively respond, right? So right. like
1: you, you got you got your plus and you got your yeah, minus, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So virtue is that okay. Guide. So
1: Tom, I'm going to help you. It's like oh, so we got we got Papa <laughs> Good, Bear, bad. we got Papa Bear, and we got <laughs> Baby Bear. Well,
0: no, so like let's say like anger is an easy example. So in excess, if <laughs> if, you're, if a person lets their emotions get the best of them in a situation and they're just like fly into a rage, that's that's excess. But then if there's a situation where they have right there's a good reason for them to have a response of anger and yet they're just paralyzed completely and they have no response at all that's defect right and so virtue is finding the mean between excess and defect it's it's the goldilocks it's the baby bear that's right (laughs) that's right
1: yeah so if you if you're if you're if you're searching for the way to be you can always see the extreme on one side, right. and you can see the very lack of even any recognition of what could happen on the other side. Right. Right. And then somewhere in the middle, there is something that's going to it's gonna work. It's again, it's not always easy to do, but it requires um, c- uh, constant effort, constant perception, uh, discernment, uh, and all these things have to be at play. And then when then we're creating good habits.
0: Yes. Exactly. And and so prudence. Prudence is also unique insofar far as it has. Bear with me. Eight integral sub virtues. Okay, so everybody <laughs> <stopped>. <laughs> <You lost laughs> stop. Sorry. Yeah, you lost <laughs> me already. Okay, I know,
1: I know. so I. Sorry. Well, you know what I'm looking out for the audience, and i was, right, Everyone, pull your car over to the side of the road <laughs> right now. And then look in the glove compartment. And there's going to be this pen that you've had in there for like six years, and it's yes. terrible. It's got some kind of grody mess all over. It. <laughs> Pull that out, but I promise you, it'll still be working. It'll be like a it'll be like a miracle. You know, it's a it's a holy miracle that this happens. But that pen will write. And then write on the envelope that's in, also in that glove box on the back of that envelope. And then now you're gonna you, you know now it's like the the eight integral sub virtues, <laughs> right? Now, so here's the thing. Don't you know, don't worry about. There's eight of these. Other than the fact that you've got to have all eight, but other than that, don't worry about <laughs> well, it. Well, that's why
0: they're called <laughs> integral. So, like, if you're missing one of these things in a given moment, you you lack prudence. You have to have all eight. in order So we'll go to be over prudence. them. We'll yeah. talk about we're just them paint just a briefly. Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: So there's like, well, there's eight colors on the palette. Yes, exactly. And the picture is not complete if it doesn't have all eight of those colors. Right. And so we're gonna go through them, and then we'll go through them again, and and maybe so be listening now for. Like, hey, I'm pretty good at
0: that, or hey, I'm not so good at that. Right, right. Okay, so first is memory, uh, remembering the right things at the right time. So, like an easy example here, an addict, um, someone who's in the throes of addiction, lacks memory, right? Because they rem- remember what they want to remember, not the fallout. So, like someone a gambling addict keeps going going back to the to the to the craps table, you know, because they remember the rush that they experienced, but they forgot. The, the, the fallout from the yeah, last time, right? Exactly. Um, or same thing. Like, you know, it's similar to like the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and over again, yeah. expecting a, dis- a different result. Right. right. So memory. That's that's number one. Two is caution. Uh, it kind of relates to what you were that that proverb that you were yes. sharing. That's an awareness and a respect of things that could go badly, right? And having that. Now, it's healthy. it's not being
1: negative. No, it's it's a healthy recognition of the import of certain or the threat. Yes, right. It's a healthy recognition
0: of the threat or the potential threat. Exactly. Now, circumspection. This one's very hard. Uh, circumspection is paying attention to all relevant circumstances because it's easy. It's easy to lack circumspection, right? So like if I'm caught, let's say in the same speed trap over and over and over again, it may not be because I love speeding. It could be because like I'm a worry wart and my worries and emotions just get the best of me when I'm driving to work and it causes me to lose memory. Caution and circumspection. Oh, I, I ran the same speed limit, same, same, uh, like I always do. That's and, right. And so that's what circumspection is.
1: Well, and also it's, it's like, think about the word inspection and the thing about circumference. Circumspection is like, you are basically your, your head's on a swivel and you're looking around you, you know, your surroundings, you know, the situation, you're aware of all these different things.
0: And, and it does require to really do that properly. It does require for us to keep our emotions in check in order to really have an, a, yeah. a clear perception of all the circumstances. Uh, number four is docility, the ability to be led. Um, and I'm reminded here in the story of Solomon's prayer for wisdom, uh, and and one of the places it's it's stated as a prayer for a teachable heart. Give me a teachable heart, you know. And and so if we're stubborn and we're and and we're not really wanting to change or wanting to get advice and we just want to do things our way, there's a lack of docility, right? And sometimes also it's the humility of paying attention to the prudent people in our lives and saying, you know what, I I respect this guy. I'm gonna to go to this person uh, and and see what they think about the situation because maybe they're better off than I am in helping to navigate this. So that's- and also
1: docility. I also like I talk a lot about um, vulnerability. yeah, right? Being malleable, being a, being willing to be formed, Yes, right. So because when the opposite of the, the well, the extreme in in docility being the mean,, yes. the extreme is like the hardened heart. Who they're sure of themselves? They know their way. They don't. They think they they know their way. And there's they're yeah. like, no, I'm I don't need to learn anything. I already know right. everything I need to know. Those are the people that like essentially become simpletons. Yes, because it's it's not. It's they they have a simple look at things. Right. It's like it's only this way, and there's no other way. And it's like, yeah. You need to be more uh, docile in your approach there.
0: Absolutely, and so and then number five is understanding, and that's just the being able to identify and grasp what are the practical principles that are relevant here in this situation. Okay,
1: and again, that's one of the one that's one of the gifts you were given by the Holy Spirit at your confirmation. That's
0: true. That's right? true. Understanding, and then number six is reason, and that's where you're able to actually apply the 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 right principles to a set of circumstances well right so that's this is practical reasoning specifically um well give me an example
1: of how how you how reason would would come into play Well,
0: so like the the, the, it's basically it's that movement from the universal to the concrete right so if a person uh isn't able to come up with um the right principles in the moment that apply right like so for example if someone is thinking like i uh i am uh I feel bad because I'm at work every day, and I'm, I'm being paid, and I'm on my phone, and I'm look, on social media, and I'm not doing any real work, um, and I just feel bad because I feel like that's lazy, right? Well, they're lacking understanding that actually they're getting paid for something that they're taking money for a job doing, right. that they're not doing right so there is there, a lack of understanding of what the real problem is there right and then once you have the real understanding are you going to apply it well and so if they if the if the person lacks re- it knows that that that's actually a form of theft and then says yeah but it's different for me because you know i bet my boss wouldn't mind right i mean like right. you come up with a little exception for yourself or whatever you're you're failing to really A move from the universal to the concrete, applying those principles to your situation well. And so just being practical reasoning, being able to say, uh, you know, make a determination there. Number seven is foresight. So able to foresee likely outcomes uh, in a given situation based on similar experiences and circumstances in the past. So foresight is being able to see everything come together and, and, and be able to say, I know where this is going. Right, it helps you avoid the near occasion of sin. Exactly. Well, it, also,
1: as as uh, Tom and I, as parents, many times have said, "What were you thinking? Did right. you not realize <laughs> yeah. that when you did this, <laughs> right. this was probably going to happen?" Exactly. You know, and and there are learning moments, especially in childhood, as we're developing this sense, our awareness of of living a virtuous life that we have examples in our life like the time you know i used to say with all on nine, nine of our kids it's like well you know what you got them let them run down the hardwood stairs in their socks you know once or twice yeah so that they can slip and fall you know you don't i don't encourage that but it's like you know they learn from those things right you know that that near slip or a couple of them have tumbled a couple of steps sure <laughs> that is not good but but it, it essentially teaches them then to have foresight. Yes. Like I don't want this to happen again. Right. right? Exactly. And or let's see if I'm if I'm greasing that, you know, st- the stairwell, you know, it's probably not going to end well. right Right. for whoever walks down it that's foresight
0: exactly exactly perfect and then the number eight is shrewdness and that's the ability to quickly arrive at a good decision in the situation right and so like if you're missing one of these you lack prudence and so an example here is if if there's some emergency situation that's especially time sensitive and you're just sort of stuck Thinking through everything, thinking through all the various possibilities, et cetera, et cetera, and you're not able to actually like act when you're supposed to act, then you're lacking in shrewdness, and there, and so you're failing in prudence in that regard, right? And so, so, but but let's we're gonna go through these this list again. All right,
1: right, memory, caution, circumspection, docility, understanding, reason, foresight and shrewdness yes and the reason i want to we we want to keep all eight of these in mind right now is because again we said that sort of daunting sort of scary thing that if you're lacking one of these you can't be prudent right right the all of these are required yes right so so to a certain degree all of us are works in progress
0: oh oh yeah
1: right not everybody's nailed all these and so maybe there's a a good thing is i'm gonna read the list again and start thinking about things in your own life, times in your own life where maybe you recognize in yourself. So let's let's all hold up that mental mirror. Yes. And let's look at our own like you know life and our own experiences and our own brains and our own hearts and 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 sort of like. Start to take in and we as we hear these go like yeah, I'm not so good with that, right? I need to work on that because that may be the only thing holding you back right from from living in prudence So these these eight are again are memory caution circumspection docility understanding reason foresight and shrewdness now it it may seem like it's well. That's unfair. I mean, I've got like seven out of those eight. Well, that's actually good for you. That's, that's awesome. Great, yeah. If you really do seven of those eight really well, I'm telling you that eighth is not going to be that hard. It's right? have to
0: work on. It. It's a growth area.
1: But you're you're gonna, it's a growth area. So you're recognizing that in yourself. Why? Why? Explain why, if you're missing one of these.
0: So, so like, a bad let's thing. give like a like yeah. a, a hypothetical example. Right, That's the way you started this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. He he likes to lay the daunting task out front. <laughs> By know. the way, this is impossible. Here no, we go. <laughs> so no, but like here's a hypothetical example about how how these all fit together. So like let's say um, you've got you, you keep bringing into the confessional th- that you lose your temper with this one particular person. Uh, let's let's say. Uh, her name's Nancy, and uh, let's say let's say uh, Nancy, likes Nancy Nancy, Nancy choose ice. Nancy oh, Nancy <laughs> Nancy has a you know let's say a voice that just kind of grates on you, and like like let's now, just say okay,
1: this is just a this is like a pseudonym, right? All the Nancys out there no, are yeah, getting yeah. really mad. <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry, Nancy. we love
1: Nancy yeah.
0: for the, all the Nancys out there. We're actually saying Betty, uh, <laughs> but we're talking about Fancy Nancy. <laughs> yeah, this is Fancy Nancy. So Fancy Nancy also is very let's say. She's very intense, she means well, but she's like super, emo- every time you talk to her, she's super emotionally charged, that everything's an emergency, everything's really intense, and she means well, but she's constantly freaking out. And it gets to you, it gets to you. And, and let's say you're also somebody who you know, you can't stay in the heat hot days just put you in a bad mood. And let's say that your air conditioner in your car is out and it's a really hot day. And let's say so you know you're gonna to have about to let's say you, you got out of confession where you just confessed uh to losing your temper with Nancy. You get into your car, you turn on your car, and your your air conditioning, because it's out, you're having to get onto the interstate with your windows down, so you're painting a really ugly picture. I know. Right? So, and and it's a busy interstate, and you hate busy interstates. That's really rough on you. And all of a sudden, Nancy calls right as you're on the busy interstate, and and you're going to have to if you answer this call, someone cuts you off immediately. If someone cuts you off immediately, right? And you should, haven't
1: paid your phone bill. You haven't
0: paid. <laughs> your this phone? might be your last call. <laughs> no, but hold on. Here's the thing: if you take that call, you're probably going to yell at Nancy. Right, because you're already, especially if she calls and she's and, and she's you know really upset about something and needs something right then and right there, you probably should say, "I have a bad track record with this. I have a memory that I am. Uh, I, I've just taken this to confession. I'm trying to fix this with myself and have caution." that i might make the same mistake that i made in the past and have awareness of my circumstances and knowledge of myself you're in
1: the traffic you're in the hot car i'm in a
0: hot car i'm probably going to have to yell over the 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 wind and coming through the windows and so it'll sound like i'm yelling even if i'm not and nancy is very sensitive Uh, (laughs) and so i have to be docile in that moment uh and, and 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 stop and take counsel and maybe not take that call and and so that's in that instance there's 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 a set of principles that I'm thinking through I'm applying them in the right way because I'm seeing what would happen if I didn't right and and if I didn't but I the call she's calling right now so i have to make that decision very quickly and so that requires shrewdness if i'm if i'm losing one of these things that's how it all fits together right if
1: you lose one of those things you're taking the call and yeah. it's going to end badly it's going to
0: end badly and, and poor nancy yeah. gets the bad, gets the brunt of your you know frustration in the she day she deserved it though <laughs> come no. on you know that but right back to confession that's <laughs> exactly right. well
1: so you can you can easily see where that's uh where that's important and and you know, this, this whole idea, folks, of just uh, living a virtuous life is so important to us. These four uh, cardinal virtues of temperance, fortitude, justice, and prudence, and certainly this, this, uh, the queen of, uh, of these uh, is prudence, and, and just uh, how, we, um, uh, uh, how we're aware in our spiritual life where we are, what we're doing, what our circumstances are, where we need to do work. Nobody's there. Nobody's perfect. We all know that. We readily admit that. And yet we still, you know, we still put ourselves in the wrong situations or allow ourselves to be overcome uh, in, in, in so many ways. And so that's why these virtues uh, are, are there for us and why the Lord has given them to us and why we need to exercise and grow these particular four cardinal virtues. So uh, let's ask the Blessed Mother, uh, especially in this endeavor to live a virtuous life.